we're just going to jump right into our first guest because she's going to be able to offer a lot of insight into how you know the one-person marketing team can really tackle a lot of these issues that we are seeing in today's freight space and that we will see in the future. Let's go ahead and welcome in Jill. She's the founder and chief strategist at Soul de Naples. Hopefully, I pronounced that that company name correctly. Hey, good afternoon. How are you guys? Thanks for having we me. Gotcha. Thank you for joining the show. Now, uh, for, for folks who, who may not be aware of you and your company and your services, give us a little bit of background on, on how you started working in marketing and how you eventually got into you know, the freight space. Yeah, so I've spent my career in transportation and logistics uh, in a variety of different corporate marketing roles. Um, and about six years ago, I decided to uh, try something different, really go out on my own and start my own marketing services firm. And today, about 70% of my client base is in uh, transportation and logistics. The other 30% is exclusively in the B2B marketing space. So SaaS providers, uh, financial services firms, etc. So it's been a fun ride so far. Uh, I, I look very similar in nature to what you're up to blight these days. Um, just trying to get clients really solid advice about how to um, drive a smarter strategy, how to get the most out of their marketing and sales efforts and and ride the wave of trends. I think you were highlighting earlier in your show this this idea of like a one-person marketing team, but also this idea that marketing is the first thing to go, right? When you get into a recessionary environment. So how can you make the most of the staff that you do have the tools that you do have at your disposal, and then outsource, outsource some of your marketing to people that can do it better and faster than you can. So 100%. I think that's the thing that I've struggled with the most over my marketing career is learning to trust other people that they will do as good of a job as I would or care as much as I would, which, you know, is kind of a, you know, a hit or miss. But when you find those really good, you know, freelancers in marketing, oh, it is such a blessing. So when when we were talking beforehand, you know, we, we had talked about a few ideas of what we could talk about for this show. And you sent over just an enormous list of just incredible topics that I feel like <laughs> I could talk about for hours. And one of the first ones that, that I want to get into is specific examples of the challenges that freight companies are facing right now. And one of them you, you had kind of just mentioned, you know, the staffing, the, the, the short on staff with too much, with, with too many company branding strategy and communication needs to support a la the one person marketing team. Now, how, I guess, are, are, what is your advice to companies on how to deal with these staffing challenges. You know, maybe somebody is looking at their budget and thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to afford, you know, several different marketing people. How are they adjusting what their marketing structure looks like and what their marketing budget looks like? Yeah. So, I mean, I have clients that have lost um, marketing managers, tried to refill those positions and really struggled. Uh, one client that extended an offer to three different people in a week and got none of them. And that's for a position that had been open since February. I have two other clients who lost their their leading salespeople. About half of their sales staff is turned over in this post-COVID era. And they basically have no end in sight to when they're going to refill those roles because they can't find the right kind of seasoned professionals to come in uh, at a price, frankly, that they can afford. So um, what are some, some ways that you can combat that in your company? Here's a couple of suggestions. First of all, recognize that when you do find somebody, whether that person's internal or you do find them from outside, they're not going to be immediately productive, right? We have a tendency in this industry to expect that, boom, out of the gate, I'm going to get 110% productivity out of my team members 
within 90 days. That's not the reality of especially new people coming into this space, their ability to learn, um, learn the nature of, of your company, learn the nature of the industry, much less uh, begin to apply a lot of the more modern practices that they come into our organizations with in an environment where maybe you haven't had the technology tools in the past and you don't have the internal support and experience for that individual. So give them some space to learn and to grow and to ramp into their role when you do find them. The other thing that you can do is get a little bit more creative. Um, I don't know if many people know this stat, but about 40% of um, the workforce today is working in what's called the gig economy. That is uh, freelancers that are out there looking to do their own gig because maybe they want to surf in the summer in Costa Rica for six weeks, or they want to take a uh, around the world cruise, right? And they want to be able to work from anywhere, anytime on whatever cadence suits them, regardless of time zone. Those people are making up the gig economy and they're really skilled and they're really smart and they don't have any of the internal baggage or constraints of your company. They're just going to race to town with the projects that you give them. So go and look at that gig economy. Great place to start is upwork.com. That is a terrific um, a freelancing kind of network where you can hire people for specific projects. I personally use that solution and the people that are on that uh, site do all sorts of freelance work for me and it's fabulous. They're skilled and they can ramp very, very quickly. Um, the last thing that I'll say is um, with regard to sales and marketing and the whole ecosystem that has kind of shifted and changed, it's really important to recognize that a lot of your buyers today, they have a digital dance. They do a lot of digital research on your company before they're ready to talk to a salesperson. It's important for you to recognize the role that marketing plays in nurturing that much more passive relationship with a potential buyer before they ever get in the door to a salesperson. So get your salespeople thinking like, gosh, the person when they finally come to me is probably pretty well educated. They've probably been on my website multiple times. They might be opening some of the company emails. They've seen my brand out there, maybe in trade shows. A lot of the initial upfront stuff that your salespeople might be doing to try to educate the customer, to try to bring them up to speed on your brand, They've already done all that research. So fast track sales and get them ready for the fact that they're going to have to be doing the pricing and the negotiation pieces of the deal a lot sooner in that initial engagement. And that means they might not have as much time to build the kinds of personal relationships that they want to have. So all good advice for trying to kind of shift and keep up with the most modern trends happening on teams uh, and, and even small teams that are going on out there. I love that you brought that up, that buyers are doing so much more research before they reach out to the sales team. Because uh, for a lot of, I think, sales teams uh, currently established, you have sort of like that entry-level person that is having that first contact meeting with a buyer who might be more educated on their own product than that salesperson is. And so they kind of waste a lot of time where you could just put them right to like a, I don't want to say like a VP, but it could be like a, you know, an area manager or somebody like that in order to make sure that they're talking to somebody that's kind of like on their level, not to disparage, you know, the entry, entry salespeople, because there's a need for them too. But I, I'm curious as to from a staffing situation, 
should you be, you know, sort of mapping out your processes beforehand or, you know, setting up, how can you set your business up for success so that when you are hiring and that when you are, you know, hiring some, some freelancers in the gig economy in order to set your business up for success, any tips in that regard? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think alignment, because of what I just described in that buying cycle, the nature of the digital research that goes on, the handoff to sales, or even potentially someone else in your organization, once that lead really does come in, um, that alignment between sales and marketing and understanding what that needs to look like is mission critical for, for a fast kind of kind of acceleration of that buyer into your uh, sales pipeline. So. Um, specifically what I mean by that is what's the definition of what a good lead looks like, right? Does marketing agree on what that is? And does sales agree on what that is? So that when somebody does come through the door, you can go the extra mile and, and, and convert that person even quicker. And marketing's not inundating sales with a lot of leads that frankly, they don't want. Um, so that, that alignment between the two areas is really, really important. The other piece that I'll mention about that is really having the technological capability to quickly move buyers through the process. It is not okay for a buyer to have a call with an inside sales rep and that person is you know, pretty knowledgeable, but it takes them three or four more days to have the next level conversation to start working out a bid or start getting pricing. So you, a lot of teams have put in place inside sales roles to do that qualification, which can be highly effective, but technology and, and really using a CRM to, um, to kind of give a common view of that customer and do the right handoffs like within minutes, right? or even an hour or two, certainly same day is an expectation, um, Should be you should be doing that. Uh, sending an email to a sales rep and expecting that they're going to quickly return a phone call to a customer while they're traveling and on the road is, is just not reasonable. You've got to be faster and you got to be smarter about using technology to, to help accelerate that buying process. Love that. Well said. Now, now let's let's talk a little bit about the the brand side of things and how that that's a common question I think for a lot of three PLs, a lot of carriers. How to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack? Do you have any tips for for the carriers and the brokers out there on on how to establish a brand and a brand strategy? Boy, this is a this is a big piece of cake to cut. <laughs> okay, brand is a big thing. Identity is a big thing. Um, so the biggest mistake that I see people out there making in the branding arena specifically is you try to be everything to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you try to, any bid matters, right? Any customer matters. Anything that comes through the door, we're willing to take a look at. That kind of a, of a approach isn't, a, it's not really a strategy. It's a, it's a reactive, we'll, we'll take a look at anything kind of mentality. The brands that do the best are those that differentiate themselves based on something they're really, really good at. Now, I'll tell you what everybody says that they're good at. And so it shouldn't be one of these three things, okay? Everybody says, we're really good at relationships, right? We're really good at like building strong and enduring relationships with our customers, okay? Everybody claims that. Another thing everybody says is, Customer service, right? When you call, we'll answer. When you your delivery window is missed, we'll track it down and solve it, right? Everybody says they can do that. And lastly, everybody says, especially in this day and age, and this has come a long way in our industry, but everybody says, I've got 
the visibility, right? The technology. <laughs> I knew you were going to say new- word. Real time information, right? Like everybody says, I've got the tech, I, I, real time visibility through the technology that I offer. Everybody says those three things. Don't say those, say something different because that's what will differentiate you, right? I'm not going to give away the secret sauce of some of my customers, but those customers have gone out and talked to their customers and found out what is that secret sauce that you have. That differentiator should become what you set your brand on and what you message about consistently. So that's that's the secret to brand, right? Don't try to be everything to everybody. Recognize that the things that you think are your differentiators are probably the same things all your competitors are saying. Find something that's super special about yourself and then pivot off of that again and again and again. I love that because one one good example that I can give is I I have a client who was he's a freight broker and he wasn't exactly sure how to pitch himself except for the majority of his clients he was shipping uh, windmill fun like the the actual like the I guess the the post that are that for windmills he ships those and I was like that is a great story that is a niche that is what you should double down on as far as your marketing because it helps you stand out instead of using you know sort of the same old terms like like what you had just mentioned all right we got time for a couple more quick questions because speaking of the, of the one person marketing team you're on the board for the TMSA you're also serving uh-huh. as the executive director right now so for for folks who may not be familiar with the TMSA can you can you give us a little bit of a rundown on on the benefits Benefits of of being in the TMSA and and really hanging out with a lot of people that are in the same exact boat as a lot of the one person teams out there. Oh uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked about that. I'm super passionate about TMSA, and you're about to realize that through the comments I'm going to make next. <laughs> but quickly, TMSA stands for the Transportation Marketing and Sales Association. Okay, it's the only association of its kind in logistics and transportation for sales and marketing professionals, okay? So if you have a sales role, a commercial development role, a growth role, a marketing role, and no matter what level of seniority you may have in that position, this is the place for you in logistics and transportation. It is an incredibly um, supportive and down-to-earth group of people that despite the fact that many of them, this is kind of the secret sauce, I guess, of TMSA, if you will, the one thing that is super unique and super cool about the association is that despite most of these people that belong, there's about 600 members today, despite these people that belong there being competitors, sometimes direct competitors, they are incredibly invested and selfless in helping each other succeed. And so um, that might come to, you know, sharing tips about how to get started in podcasting, right? It might be um, sharing tips on like how to find your secret sauce and your brand identity. Like these are people that come together and talk about those things and help support and develop each other so they can go back to their businesses and just be better salespeople and marketers. It is a super interesting and fun association. The people that are there, like I said, are super down to earth. And the cool thing is, if you are in an executive role, so so you have to make budget decisions for sales and marketing in your organization, if you have to oversee the quality of the customer experience in your company, we are holding an executive summit for those kinds of roles in Buckhead in Atlanta 
uh, at the Intercontinental on October 20th and 21st. We just opened registration this week, but you will get to rub elbows with who's who in executive roles in logistics and transportation companies at that event. It's a super valuable opportunity. There's nothing else like it that we've come across in the market. So uh, don't lose a chance to really leverage the insights and the capabilities of some of your peers who can really help pull you up. I, I love that you brought that up because that was going to be my final question because it, it is such... I went to my first TMSA event just a couple months ago is down in Orlando. And that was the first time that I have ever been surrounded by other people that are have you know been in my exact same shoes and you, you think from you know before you're going to go to the event I'm not sharing any of my secrets with any of these people but that is the sort of the ethos of why you go to these events because you can learn so much and you might not apply what everybody else is doing or even your direct competitors of what they're doing but you can get inspiration you can get those tips of what's worked for other people and apply it to how it might work for your company so even though it's competition Petition, a rise, a, what do they say? A rising tide lifts all sails. It really is true with the TMSA. So I appreciate you, you you bringing that to everybody's attention. All right, Jill, where can folks follow more of your work, follow the TMSA, all of that good stuff? Yeah. So TMSA, you can go to tmsatoday.org or events.tmsatoday.org uh, for information about TMSA. Um, for myself, you can find me on LinkedIn. Be happy to connect with any of you that are out there listening today. And uh, you can also visit my website, which is soul, S-O-L, day, D-E, naples.com. Um, and I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jill. You're, you're, you're a pleasure and a wealth of knowledge. We'll have to do this again soon. I love it. Take care. Have a great afternoon. Awesome. Thank you. Likewise. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. The website also includes some links to our social media accounts along with my products and services in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blake Bremley and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.